0: Mike. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National Traffic for you. State Highway 1 Southern Motorway, a crash is blocking the left northbound lane between Ramarama and Jury. So please pass with care and expect delays until cleared. Also State Highway 2 Tauranga, due to a crash on State Highway 2 between Wahi Road and Bethlehem Road, one westbound lane is blocked, pass with uh, a care there. And strong wind warning for uh, Rimetaka Hill. Uh, do take care, especially if you are in a higher, lighter or high-sided vehicle there. That's uh, State Highway 2, uh, Remataka Hill. Well, it was a five-year-long case, and police say it was disturbing to see how two brothers used Christchurch bar Mama Hooch to prey on victims. Danny and Roberto Jazz would spike the drinks of the victims, mostly young women, and then commit rape, indecent assault, and take videos. It shocked many following the case. We discussed that after four. Also, today we take a look at the latest political polls, and another banking innovation. It's a big one. From today, transactions will be extended to seven days a week. What does it mean for you? What does it mean for businesses? Uh, That on the panel. And a pristine Lada Neva for sale for nearly half a million, which had me musing on our first family car. Nowhere near that price, but it was a green Ford Falcon 500. I loved it. So what about a simple shout? Out to the first car you owned. You always cherish that memory, don't you? Text me two one zero one or email the panel at rnz.co.nz. Now the panel is on Spotify if you can't catch it live. And on today, Penny Ashton, comedian, actor, playwright, podcaster, celebrant. Kia ora, Penny. Kia ora. And Simon Pound, startup brand partner at Previously Unavailable and host of their business is Boring Podcast. Welcome, Simon. Kilda. How was the cycle in? Uh, really good, thank you. Good and on.
1: It's finally a nice day. It's finally. been like three nice days in a row. It's so crazy. It's a record as it? Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, now, uh, opening our Friday mailbag, and goodness me, did we have a lot of uh, r- response, particularly this, a government campaign Suggesting people take five-minute showers to save on power bills, uh, uh, and it's called find money in weird places, highlighting how Kiwis can save up to 500 bucks on the annual power bills. Five easy tips. Now, national, they poured cold water on it. One national MP called it Risable, The government telling people to take short showers as a fix to the cost of living crisis. And our panelist yesterday, Peter Field. He agreed with that. I just don't feel this is the place for government. Since when are they to treat us like children? We're grown-ups. We'll decide how we'll lower our cost of living. We don't need you know, a government to tell the citizens to eat let eat less wheat bix. And quite a few of you agreed. Another one here. Quite bloody right. How typical of the privileged with their well-paid, taxpayer-funded jobs telling us oinks at the bottom to take a shorter shower. Why don't they do their damn job with the people that pay them and haul the power companies into account for the poor and the profit gouging behaviour they commit? So let's go around the panel on this. Penny?
1: I think that both of those things can be true, that there's nothing wrong with putting out tips. I saw the man on Consumer on Breakfast just going, what is happening? Why am I being vilified for this? It's like, if it doesn't (laughs) apply to you, don't do it. Oh, no, how terrible. And, you know, yes, let's also try and stop the gouging of the power companies because it is appalling in the profits that they're making. But, you know, you can't do it two at once. And they tell us to wear seatbelts and other sort of childish things, so I'm not appalled
0: But misplaced, misplaced, uh, oh, this, I... is a, this is a campaign. Was it, was, it, was it a bit tonally wrong?
1: I mean, maybe, but it's like it was consumer. Consumer was the driving force behind it. They came up with the tips. They're just trying to help people. Oh, no
2: it kind of feels like we're at the stage of the cycle where you remember like the the, um, the light bulbs that everyone yeah. got nuts about, you know, when yep. absolutely bananas over, you, you know, and it really didn't matter that much. But people at a certain point in the political cycle just don't want to be told anything, I don't think. But yeah, it does seem a little bit tone deaf if people um, are having things like, you know, their mortgage payments double because the interest costs have doubled. And, and then, then you've been
0: told <laughs> hey, look, by these, uh, these institutions to... Uh, 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 don't boil your jug. Yeah, and what's, twice. The, what's the difference going to be? It's like maybe thirty cents or something. Five
2: hundred dollars a year. But have the warm shower for thirty cents. Like live a little, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so what about that penny?
1: I mean, I think this is all true. Like I don't know. It's like they're putting tips out there for people that want them, and if you don't want them, don't do them. Yeah. You know, it's like what the
0: oh. is it these is it the government's job to do that though.
1: The government does all sorts of stuff for all sorts of things at all sorts of times. And it doesn't all apply to me. I don't do sport. Ooh. But there's a lot of stuff that the government does around sport that I just ignore because it doesn't apply to me.
2: I mean, also, it's only just like there's been raining so much. Surely the only good thing of all this rain is you can have a, a long shower or a bath. I know,
1: compared to when we were in a drought. <laughs> it's like, wow. And, you know, we couldn't water our plants and now we don't need to. There's the irony, obviously, you know, because it's just well, raining. Another, another
0: one said, I completely agree with Peter Field. This is absolutely nanny state. But by the way, you didn't tell us the tips
1: uh, <laughs> well, The one was to always check with power switch With your power company Because that's yeah. a big one A lot of people don't do that Put your parameters in It'll tell you the cheapest place To be getting your power from
0: Very yeah. good Oh, look at this What Wonderful, wonderful feedback About your first cars I can't wait to get to that But to this, should we put a stop uh, to people visiting visiting Antarctica? So across the last season, the International Association of Antarctica Tour Operators estimated there were over 106,000 visitors to Antarctica. It actually stunned me, that figure. I thought it would be like a, a couple of hundred, you know, a couple of influencers, Lord. Um, you know, Damien Christie, he goes there. Yeah. Um, someone says, here's one. I'm a strong believer that we should limit our travel to this environment, and I don't agree with the idea that people travelling there make more people care for the environment. We need to protect the ice, and thank you for verbalising the idea today.
1: I mean, I get that. It's like one of the places that's suffering the most from climate change. So, yeah, I mean, but like, oh, with the, the insatiable urge to be tourists and see stuff in the world is something that's been instilled, particularly as New Zealanders, in us for so long. But, I mean, God, everything's a bloody balance, isn't it?
0: So, you just want to keep people going, all
2: oh, right? My, that's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was, wasn't it? Oh, so, you want, you want to start drunk for all of their to, penny? I want oh, to kill penguins. That's, oh, that's what still, I want to do. What have you got against Kill <laughs> all uh, the penguins? Oh, my word.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not saying <so>, <laughs> like that, I just said you're. You, you supported. <laughs> I. I you can it. No, no, no. R- r- uh, making
2: on. it smaller I think, I think we've heard enough
1: yeah <laughs> What do you
2: want, uh, not, Cycle Boy? Okay. Uh, no, no, I think it's hilarious. I think it's kind of like that thing where it's like, oh, we're gonna, you know, help conservation by eating whales because that's part of, you know, understanding. Or, or we'll kill lots of dolphins for scientific research. Mm. And it's like, what are you researching? Like how many dolphins you can kill? Uh,
1: like how quickly
0: the Antarctica is receding. Also, uh, the Friday Friday Mailbag. Uh, thank you all us for seeing sense and ditching the atrocious idea of just go Friday. Friday <laughs> needs a power ballot. Oh, yes. And let's hope for a banger this afternoon. Uh, so we, I think Catherine Robertson said, time to end the power ballot. We need disco Friday. And. I'm just not ready.
1: I like both. I like both, but I always like to sing the power ballads. Yeah, ballad, I'm not so ready. I'm not ready.
0: So, <laughs> what do we have at four uh, thirty? And probably the biggest feedback of the week on the panel was saying goodbyes. Now, to recap, uh, as an email from someone who said, "Why don't we give people a good send off anymore when visiting a house? That there was a time that when, if you visited upon leaving, they would." Come to your car and wave goodbye as you drive away. But now people just slam the door behind them and you're on your own.
1: (laughs) That is so weird.
2: We should have a government campaign to tell people to walk them out. Way from the curb.
1: But I'm like, so often I'm looking at my phone, right? I'm like, don't stand and look at me while I'm putting the GPS of where to go next, and also maybe I just want to check Facebook without you looking at me, like a weirdo, uh, go back inside.
0: I got the biggest feedback, saying look, I'm an American and have lived in New Zealand for a very long time. See us off to the car. Some don't. And as an American, back when I was in the States, and now even as a Kiwi, I always walk out to the gate at least to see away the guests. But you don't here. Why is that? Um, Wallace, seeing...
2: So, So, so surely you also get in the car and just kind of warm the seat for them?
0: Seeing people off, Wallace, is not old fashioned. I have friends that do this and I do it myself. Also, a colleague at work would make sure that someone retiring was walked out of the building and seen off properly. The last walk out of a building where one has given long service deserves that level of respect. Wallace, When I was a child, my nana would wave goodbye, waving a hanky. I always come outside and see my guests right to the car. Maybe it's an age thing. I'm 60, and sometimes I still wave with a hanky. So, what do you. <laughs> what
2: do you folk do? Because it's etiquette, isn't it? I'm start do you, starting to be concerned I might be a bad person.
1: <laughs> I'm not. Because
2: it hasn't really occurred to me to walk someone right to their car.
1: No. Sometimes I'll go to the gate and just wave and then close the gate. But yeah, I probably would do that.
2: We definitely go to the door.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay, that would be weird. Just get out, off you go.
2: See you later. Look, I'd just like to issue an apology to everyone who've ever
0: had over. Right. Um, <laughs>
2: I just it, didn't know. It,
0: it, 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 it was it was a thing. Yeah. It, it was a yeah, thing yeah, yeah, that yeah. back in the 70s, what you do is that it's it's an extension of the family hosting an afternoon. Yeah, Instead but I'm honestly
1: looking at my phone a lot. And I'm like, I don't need you standing there looking at my phone while you're saying goodbye to me. Yeah. I find that weird. And you go, back you go. My friends in Hamilton often come out and wave. And I'm like, all right, But Andrea. isn't
0: that just being you being just but, a little bit inoffensive? An, an so here you are in the car and – you can't wait to get back on your phone. I mean,
1: come on, who's not like that? But also often to put the GPS in to tell me where I'm going next. I mean, I think it's nice when they do that, but I'm like, no, no, just right. it's all good.
0: We could ask people
2: before they came. You know, like Uber <laughs> sometimes says, do you want them to, to the, the driver to talk to you? Which seems yeah. really weird. It's like, I don't want to get in a car where someone someone said, don't talk to me. I haven't it's... seen
0: that option.
2: Oh, well, maybe maybe I'm only getting it. <laughs>
0: but, uh, wonderful stuff. Uh, Wallace, the, the tips, not requirements. All the people getting angry over government tips need to chill out, dude. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Uh, you don't need to follow tips because that tips yeah. <laughs> just. <laughs> just the tips. <laughs> um, someone says my first car a 1960 mori Miner. Any faster than 40 miles per hour, and the side pillar flipped-up indicators would not re- retract, necessitating leaning outside and slapping the offending indicator down. That that is extraordinary because I can remember being very jealous when I first saw that those old mori Miners and they'd have those little f- things that flipped up. I thought. That is next level, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, keep those coming. Your first car, wonderful memories. A purple Mark III Cortina with a cream vinyl roof. Oh, gosh. Wow. All right, time for I've Been Thinking. Penny Ashton, take it away.
1: Thank you very much. I have been thinking um, about the fact, you know, with the council putting out their consultation and happily they seem to have listened around arts and culture and things like that, but they have been talking about now cutting a lot of jobs that deliver such things. And it just made me think about what it is to be in a city. And a city is not just bricks and mortar and roads. It's culture, it's art, it is sport, if you're into that, and all that sort of thing. And, like, the comedy festival has been on, which has been amazing. But also, like, I'm opening a show two weeks at the basement, and the basement gets quite a bit of funding, I think, from council. And The Basement has got some funding that's making it really free for me to put the show on, which means that I can also do pay what you choose to the people who are coming. So it's like making it accessible to everybody. And The Basement has been such a fermenting place. Like the first show I ever produced at The Basement was Rhys Darby's first solo show. Another show that I did next was called Little Shay, and Paolo Rotondo wrote it, but it had Tyker in it. Um, so, you know, and Rosemarie Tefeo did a lot at The Basement. Tyker so was, was in your – That I, I produced. In so, your Yeah, Look at me now. Uh, but anyway, you know, like it's this place What that's was it like? What's he like? Oh, he's what hilarious. was he like? He's hilarious. He's just always been very, very hilarious, and he absolutely was. He was playing Guevara. and Paolo. It was a great show. It was really fun. And Rose got a big launch. She, she really sort of took off at the basement to the world. So you know, everybody's Isn't very that
0: amazing. It's it's you've you've shone a light, haven't you, on yeah. these uh, these institutions that don't get a lot of time yeah. in media, and yet. Look what they've produced. And we're all very happy to stars. cash in on it, you know, yeah. when they get Global famous. Stars. But they
1: need the funding to keep it going. So, yes, so please please keep going to th- everything that makes the city what it is, which segues nicely, I think. Stefan says,
0: by the way, oh. when you wave goodbye, make sure you toot the horn on your car as you drive away. Thank you, Stefan. Simon Pound, <laughs> oh, I've yeah. been thinking.
2: Yeah, it is a good. I'm really glad that I didn't prepare something um, against culture. That's really good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: would have just thought that would you. have
2: been very awkward. <laughs> no i I was out at the the um at comedy fest during the week and Guy Montgomery, who is you know a comedian at the absolute top of his game at the end of his um very funny show, he kind of jumped out of character and then said, "Hey, look, everyone, thanks for being here, you know very genuinely, and I implore you yeah. like." Go to another show. Go to a, a comedian you don't know already. Yep. Pick someone who's a Billy T nominee. They're going to be a hundred percent, you know, foolproof. Just go for it um, and get out there because it means so much. And he says, you know, it's really exciting that I've, you know, got, got this great room of people, and I think we can all do a bit more. And um, it was such a good thought. And yeah, he's he's fantastic. And Comedy. It, In that spirit. What's a comedy? Yeah, Yeah, comedy, comedy. Funny? Yeah, well, he does. um, A lot of people would know him from TV appearances, and he's been doing the Guy Mont Spelling Bee. And so, yes, he's he's touring through New Zealand in June. So, in that spirit, um, yeah, if you've enjoyed him on TV, get out there, get out and see a new comedian. Lots to discuss this
0: afternoon. Lindsay says, Oh my God, I find it incredibly rude to this day. You see people up with a wave. Uh, You're on the panel on RNZ National with Simon Pound and Penny Ashton, Friday afternoon.